podcast, guys. My name is Jose. My name is Sebastian. How you doing? How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? <laughs> Starting to mess this up already. Yeah, uh, I know. You doing good? I see. Happy? Yeah. yeah. Good. You feeling good? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Good. How are you liking your new mics? The quality, I'm hearing it. It's a lot better. It's a little better. Yeah, a lot yeah. better. Uh, so today we're going to talk about our beloved trucking industry. I got some stats and I did some research around looking at the numbers, like how old the truck drivers are and how um, some other numbers that I'm going to pull up again. I Pretty eye-opening, to be honest with you. Especially on the on on the fleet sizes, how how like that's gonna interest you. So we'll give you, uh, we'll talk about some of those numbers, and I'll give you some interesting numbers at the end, and then a couple tips around some of those. Uh, what I did as a driver, and what I think uh, is some of the issues with health. Um, we'll bring up some stats and talk about that too, and we'll give out some tips at the end and some numbers that are pretty eye opening for how impactful it is um for trucking industry to be on and everything pretty much so what before we start what do you got what do you got in the in the shop we got a radiator unfortunately on one of our newer uh yeah the one the one we just bought yeah we got a radiator we got a trans job that's going on right now that's the one that we have a video right it was a grinding noise at 65 we do have a video we uh <coughs> we didn't go live yet but i uh it was it's a warranty fix though do you know yeah. you know that yeah so they're gonna uh rebuild it for us again what else uh what else we got going on we got some all the new trucks pretty much are getting done um all getting ready. prepped right now yeah we're interviewing we had some good guys come come across so we're still looking we're looking for good text i love i want to be part of era service and shoot with us maybe even hell yeah we're gonna start soon uh, on the international i have a game plan for that too um people or have deadline? been asking we should have a deadline because uh, without a deadline you will never get anything done so but let's jump in uh, in today's topic and how old are the truck drivers so i found i'm going to read out some stuff and then uh, give you the source Truck drivers in the U.S. are older than workers in general, with the median age of uh, over-the-road driver being 46 compared to 42 with other occupations. Private fleet drivers are a median of 57 years old, and drivers in training are a median of 35. These ages are a bit concerning for those in the trucking industry. It's, a, it's believed the older ages of the drivers contribute to the country's current and looming trucker shortage, which is... Let me finish this. To drive a tractor trailer across state lines, a person must be 21 years old, meaning adults between 18 and 20 may be gainfully employed in another field by the time they could enter trucking as a career. Yeah, some states are below 21. You can do uh, in intrastate. Interstate, right. But the trucking shortage topic, and this is from American Trucking Association, um, it's something that... We've been hearing a lot, but no, we have we talked about trucking shortage at all? Dr truck driver shortage? We might have touched it briefly, but nothing, nothing and crazy. I don't want to dwell on this too long. Um, it's if, and it's it's one of the questions that you have, uh, which we'll get to. Is what do you think is why? What do you think is causing the trucking shortage? The truck driver shortage. I would say 
maybe the guys are unfamiliar with the whole e-logs maybe that's keeping them away from the the industry possibly that's uh that's the Compared older the older generation older generation possibly, yeah possibly but more more so is that the, just the rap of truck drivers and the way it's represented and how which is i found a stat that was actually pretty impressive um that usually we think people have a uh, drive truck drivers have a better reputation but actually uh, um the people that were asked the the uh survey that they were running said that a lot of 70 percent of people actually admire truck drivers and like respect them which i don't know where where do we get that narrative that you know um well truck drivers you know are perceived as dirty and it's a dirty industry maybe but i think because of covid they changed a little bit how the respect right how the narrative change in the media how truck drivers are important and they keep showing up to work and delivering stuff and we'll get to some of the numbers but i think it's something else i think the shortage of truck drivers um is because of the looming uh autonomous trucking and we'll get to that uh in a little bit but what else do we got absolutely but i got a quick question i know you were talking about age what age is a is there like a certain age that you have to retire your cdl you have to give it up or how does that work i know you were saying like 57 years old the average no OTR. it's from what i know is it i mean you have to have a dod physical uh, that you clear every year and then as you get older they sometimes shorten the uh, way if you have some kind of condition they, they shorten the, the the length of your dot physicals you, you cannot drive a commercial vehicle without a dot physical so if you're a fit 70 year old i don't think you're going to be stopped from driving of course you can um but is that what you say more about your health okay than anything and that is that is a big issue because it's hard to be healthy behind a wheel for a long period for some, but if you could if you are many years then they're just not i don't think correct me if i'm wrong in the comments if there is restrictions on, on age but i don't think there is all right how far do truck uh truck drivers drive in 20 in 2018 the united states truck drivers drove a combined 304.9 billion miles if a driver follows the 11 hour driving limit and takes their required 30 minute break at an average of 60 miles per hour they could cover 630 miles in one day would you say that's average for your drivers yeah it's it's the 630 is a little bit pushing it there's a lot of uh, different uh, variables that that you, you know will make you actually drive 630 have i seen 630 yeah but you can't continue that every day every, it's it's almost impossible to maintain. yeah everything right yeah brakes all that stuff i did that no i'm kidding <laughs> but it, it was it's you know with paper logs it was a little bit different that's that's why with elds you have a lot more visibility and data around that you can't have two elds <laughs> some people probably Who says you do. can't <laughs> some people probably do uh that's a good one though yeah that it is it's accurate it's pretty accurate but the 400 uh uh, 304 billion miles that's that's, that's, yeah that's that's a lot uh team drivers can go further but that's that's a different thing you, you're not limited by your eld you're you're pretty much moving constantly you know it's a different type of operation but um just living in the truck all the time you know and that's from uh, also american trucking association and um fmcsa uh how dangerous is truck driving in 2019, truck driving was named the seventh most fatal job in the country, with over 1,000 fatal 
work injuries that year. This number uh, compromises nearly 20, comprises nearly 20% of all that's resulting from workplace incidents. That's a lot. In 38% of cases, the driver was not wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> no kidding. Wow. <laughs> Quarter of those. Commercial vehicle driving is hazardous not just to the drivers, but also to the passengers, other vehicles, and pedestrians. In 2018, 5,096 crashes involved these vehicles resulted in the death of truck driver or another person. 2018 also saw 121,000 injury accidents involving buses or other large commercial vehicles. Bureau of Labor Statistics. It is dangerous. It's very dangerous. Pretty sure you had your close calls in your driving. I yeah. I did. Um, Always wore times. your seatbelt though, right? I did, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's, I, I don't that's understand over. that, to be honest. Yeah, especially not... I'm, I mean, I'm not saying I would let it slide in a car, but in a truck, come on. Yeah, but even in the car, I just I just don't get it. Uh, I don't know. I, I and it's truck especially because you have a gigantic windshield, and if you hit something, you're, you're flying. You're out flying of that. right through it. Yeah. Yeah. And I just don't understand the logic behind not not buckling in. But please buckle in, guys. Be safe. Is truck driving bad for your health? This is a topic that I've. It's uh, it's dear to my hard because i feel like the infrastructure is is somewhat not there to be able to maintain and and uh, obviously education too but every truck stop in every place uh, we'll try to get some good health uh, food it's it's we'll, we'll get to that a long-haul truck drivers may be at risk of um health issue of a lot of health issues below are the rates of some of these health issues among truck drivers however truck drivers do not do need to pass the DOT physical, and the following health issues may be correlated, but not necessarily caused by the commercial truck driving lifestyle. So there's few of them here listed. Um, cholesterol, and I can say that that's fine. That's okay, Sebastian. No worry. Four uh, percent, um, and then diabetes. So diabetes is fourteen percent. Um, double the general population. It says. Uh, the next one is more morbid obes obesity rate, which is uh, BMI of 40 plus, which is crazy. Crazy, yeah. So that's 17%. About 10% more than all employed adults. Yeah, we'll crazy. get to that in a little bit. And then BM BMI uh, 30 plus, it's 69%. So that's still, that's still significant. Still, yeah. Compared to about a third of all employed adults. So, do you know what BMI means? Body mass index, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, so, and then blood pressure, 2%. Uh, percentage on blood pressure medications, 25%. That's also... That's pretty high. Yeah. Uh, poor, poor sleep on workdays, 1%. Sleep apnea, yeah, um, 5%. I'm surprised. I thought I was going to be a little higher that. Than poor that. sleep one it seems a little low, right? 1%. It does. Versus 16% for days without working. Hmm. Interesting. But sleep apnea, uh, I thought it was going to be a little higher, to be honest with you. And then smoking, 51% compared to 90% yeah. of all the empl um, employed adults. So it's super crazy. What I was going to touch on the, the obesity is it's 
such a additional job on top of what you're doing in, in general as an as an OTR or truck driver to to now prep your meals and if you want to eat healthy it's it's really hard like you really have to plan out your week and it's the Look infrastructure away. isn't there like yeah. there every truck stop well what are you going to do subway yeah, and eat a yoga in. mat for for bread it, it, they, it's 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 not there's not really there's not a lot of good places at truck stops and nor there are truck stops that actually try to even go that route some of them are putting sandwiches place uh, places in it you know you're lucky when you go to the oasis somewhere on turnpike on the turnpike and then they have some healthy options but it's extremely difficult because everything is processed and fast food burgers hot dogs yeah. All that stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. And the tip for that is I usually, if I couldn't prep for the whole week, I would prep, I would buy from a restaurant that I liked and I would freeze it. So there are a couple of restaurants around Chicago that I was, I would order up a meal for, a main meal for um, every day and then I would just take it with me uh, frozen. Okay, nice. It is a little harder because then you have to figure out how you're going to do it. So you have to have a gigantic cooler and then just deal with that. But it was so much better than I didn't have to worry about what I'm going to eat next. And I wish there was a pl- uh, some kind of a new angle on building truck stops, you know, with the, yeah, I know there are gyms usually dirty. Nobody's using them, you know, and, but some kind of a different spin on a healthy, good place um, that, that would be alternative to, to what's happening. And I haven't been on the road for some time, but, yeah, I drive around uh, the country and I still see that's nothing. Nothing's really improving. Nothing's been changing. Right? Nothing's yeah. been changing. You know, it's time a, to hit the road again. Topic. Yeah, I know. We are going <laughs> to hit the road again uh, with our international. All right. So I got a question. Um, how will automation? <laughs> Automatization. <laughs> how do you say it? Again, automation. Sir? Automation. How will automation affect the <laughs> trucking industry? <laughs> There's a growing fear that automation, particularly drive, particularly, particularly driverless cars, driverless cars will harm the trucking industry. Harvard Business Review believes that this fear is overblown, as truck drivers do far more than just drive. And automation that can fully control large vehicles is far is in the far future. So let me jump in here because it's a broad uh, topic. And um, do you want to finish that set? Do you want to f- keep reading and just? I sorry, I uh, shouldn't. Yeah. While many industries are losing jobs to automation, the jobs that are being automated sooner are largely largely ones that involve fewer implications. For instance, risk of shoplifting resulting from automation as opposed to risk of major vehicle accidents. Companies that create self-driving cars don't anticipate truck drivers being made completely obsolete, with some saying they only intend for trucks to self-drive on long open highways with humans taking over off the highway. Truck drivers will still be involved, potentially using remote control rather than being in the vehicles. Yeah, I think when you look at um, automation and autonomous driving, and automation isn't, I mean, it's obviously not autonomous driving, but what the, the, the talk about autonomous trucks results in driver truck driver shortage and i think in my opinion 
uh, it causes even more people to be like, well, why would I go into an industry that's going to be absolutely in, in, in 15 in, years in, or, even, or, yeah, or even 10 years? Because yeah. who, who knows? But the, the truth is there's all, you're always going to need truck drivers and you can't fully automate a truck to do like this. The, the study said to, to, the, to have the truck do everything. There's no way no that's going to happen. You can only do some you know the highway driving but at the same time we were thinking okay you're still gonna need if if that's gonna change in any way uh as far as having the truck run by itself on the highway let's say you're sending a truck from um chicago to indy and there's always that's actually a short run that's let, let me do a different example it's a longer distance right because that distance from chicago to california let's say when you're when you're heading when you send a truck over there, well, so many different things have to happen in the in the in the in between that a long long OTR route. That yeah, you could you could pro- probably automate a truck to pull in and get recharged if it's electric or get refueled, but you still have you'll still need guys as soon as it gets to uh, bigger cities, metropolis. You're still gonna have somebody to help, uh, handle it, which is similar to triples right now. You know, when you have doubles and triple tra- trailers, you have spe- special designated areas. People come in, uh, and have you, you have a guy pull three through through a certain area, and then he disassembles, and then it's two, right? Or okay. even and or even one. Oh, and there are designated areas that you can do that. So I feel like that that's what might happen. But the talk about the the trucks is what's preventing a lot of drivers actually considering the the career. But also, let's say, like in the tanker industry, you're gonna how are you gonna have the uh, the truck drop off the gas at the gas station? How's that gonna work out? You still gotta have the driver hook up the hoses, fill up the tanks, storage tanks, yeah, dump trucks, you know. Unless we go to electric, full electric, and then <clears throat> the, then wireless electric, because then just the truck pulls into a place and you don't have to plug in anything, right? But but at the same time, yeah. But at the same time, when you're going into you know your majority deliveries, you do. So that is potentially the OTR was going to be phased out, which is drivers. That's where the shortage is most uh, apparent. On the most, OTR, yeah, it's on the on the on the OTR division. So, yeah, maybe we if we could phase out the OTR for drivers and then create a lot more driver regional drivers regional driving. Then yeah, but what, like when my operation when we're doing regional, there's a lot of things that the tr- the driver has to do, meaning you know interact with people at the shipping places make sure everything is secured properly yeah make sure it's just a, it's yeah. a lot you know um a lot more than than the truck could handle plus we would have to go full autonomous or majority autonomous with uh, passenger cars you can't start on the, the commercial truck, on the trucking side yeah yeah you would have to you have to first do the passenger side passenger regular cars uh and that has to work for a good time and then you can be like, all right, we can introduce that. But again, what do I know? I'm in trucking. <laughs> um, are truck drivers satisfied with their jobs? As with any field, those employed in trucking aren't always completely happy with their careers. Driver burnout isn't uncommon. Frequently because of disappointment in their management, salaries, or workloads. And I can speak to that a lot. Management is primarily the number one complaint of truck drivers not at my company despite the survey mentioned above reporting most of the public um, looks positively upon trucking not all drivers feel this is the true 
We are treated like the bad guys on the road by other drivers and the police. Says, I, I'm not going to say who's, who said that, but there, um, there was an interview in Washington Post. And that, that is the case. I don't under, there's a lot of unfairness as far as coupled things, how truck drivers and trucks are. Um, and I don't want to get into that because it's, it's, it's a delicate topic. But a lot of things are ridiculous around how drug drivers are being blamed um, for stuff that well now which which is now being fixed with the cameras, which is helping uh, big time having cameras insurance on frauds probably right insurance Break. fraud. Well, even if you know how many accidents or bumpers or bump, um, fender benders or situations you had that if you didn't have the camera, it would be always on the truck. We caught one the other day. Remember, yeah. I caught like yeah. five last yeah. you know two years that we were like if we didn't have the camera, uh, it would be on us. Yeah. So we should do a review of a um, of our system that we have maybe in the future. And then additionally, working as a commercial truck driver can negatively affect relationships, which is this is a big one. A transportation has the second highest divorce rate of any industry, coming in at forty point forty point four zero point five percent. So forty percent, just t- tad above forty percent. Longtime truck driver says. I've been divorced two times because of truck driving. Yeah, it's a, and it's uh, it's not f- far from the truth. I've been I've I've been seeing that, but um, further saying he wouldn't recommend the job to people with families because of the time spent away from home, which is the OTR thing uh, aspect of what we just talked about. Um, the health issues play a significant role, obviously. However, not all drivers are. Uh, dissatisfied. Half of the drivers interviewed by the Washington Post said they would recommend the job to others, largely because of the low price of training compared to relatively high pay once you get your first job. Source fleet owner, monster.com and the Washington Post. Yeah, I would say I would say the same thing that the training isn't as, as expensive. And you couldn't make a pretty good living as a truck driver. And I would definitely recommend uh, that job to everybody and I think it's, there's a bright future around truck driving and it's it's only going to get what we're going to start seeing I think is let's say let's let's have Tesla truck for example right you're going to have a truck that's so cool to drive and has so many there's a lot of cool tr- trucks there any truck even our old uh, you know international and cab overs are cool to drive but but it's going to make that environment to be in a lot um, car like you know what I mean? You're going to have a lot of tech around you, yeah, a lot definitely. more safety, and it's going to be a cool place to see the, the the difference, the shift between how trucks are being built. And, and it's just the time that I think is the biggest issue, which is the, the OTR component of, of truck driving. But um, here's some stats that I pulled out. And we're going to wrap this up. 80% of all cargo is transported by trucks. 8% by air, 6% by pipeline, 4% by rail, 2% by water. 80%. 4% rail? That seems low, right? Yeah. yeah. Which, I I mean, I'm not sure what was taken into consideration, but intermodal is a significant, you know, I, I don't know if that falls under that same category. But uh, industry revenue, annual trucking industry revenue. You want to give it a shot? Try to guess it. Is that is that going to be like a per driver or is that going to be the entire industry? Oh. 
26 billion dollars annually uh freight revenue is forecast to grow 75 percent by 2026 so five years it's gonna it's gonna grow even it's more gonna three quarters um, more yeah uh 1.3 million trucking companies which is crazy 46 percent is private carriage 54 percent is for hire trucking That's you know crazy. you know the difference though right no so private fleets are you know if somebody has product they're selling they have their own fleet managing their so like shipment. let's say pepsi or yeah yeah all right uh and then for hire is just you know everybody else um uh, this is a good one top five trucking companies by revenue ups 29 billion dollars fedex 19 billion dollars jb hunt no amazon <laughs> not no, yet amazon right. no it's an older study i guess do you want to guess jb hunt if not fedex was 19 billion and ups 29 i would say f- 15 uh, 6.2 I, 6.2 high, what? I, higher, yeah. I don't know what they take because JB Hunt has yeah. a lot of different divisions. So uh, YRC 4.8 billion and Swift 4.2 billion. And this is a good fact, which is pretty amazing. 90% of trucking companies operate fewer than how many trucks? Fewer than six trucks. 90% of the trucking companies operate fewer than six trucks. So there's a lot of small fleets out there. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Isn't that? I've heard that stat 90%. before. Um, I've heard that. And yeah, it is. It, it's um, it's crazy that there's a lot of small businesses like that. You know. Hmm. Uh, it is the most hazardous. Well, I can't say that word. Dangerous job out there. Um, uh, what else do I have that I... Uh, um, the uh, mileage that's um, nothing too important really 143 billion is spent on fuel which is yeah, that's that's pretty interesting um, and then a long haul truck driver logs over 100,000 miles annually which is almost four times the length of the equator that's 100,000 miles yeah that's a pretty average and it's a pretty uh, it's a most common um occupation in 29 states in the US 29 states yeah and top 10 goods by value that's a good one too what do we what do we haul as a as the electronics industry? i would say right would be a big part of it mm-hmm. clothing yeah so 8.3% is electronics the highest per- percentage is 10.4% is uh, machinery 8.3 electronics, motorized vehicles uh, also 8.3, mixed freight 6.1%, pharmaceuticals 5%, gasoline 4.4%, manufactured products 4.1%, textiles, textiles fabric 4.1%, natural gas, coal, asphalt 3.6%, and plastic rubber 3.4%. Trucker Pat made that stat, awesome, awesome um, stat. What do you think? Crazy. It's crazy. Pretty pretty big industry and um, involved in pretty much everything. And you said it was like 146 mil on the fuel, roughly? Mm-hmm. That's... Billion. 146 billion. 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 Yeah. And the revenue was 700 and... 700, yeah. 
so the entire there's the, the, obviously there's all divisions probably right. fall into that but it's 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 significant <clears throat> we are the bloodline of the nation i guess you got right. that right yeah um and we encourage to pe- people to consider truck driving and hopping into trucks it's it could be a very good career um with pretty good benefits as far as you know income and you have an opportunity to become an owner or small fleet owner small fleet owner like oh. that be that 90 percent if that works for you yeah. or if you have bigger goals go for it yeah so definitely encourage everybody if you're 21 plus or even younger um do your local 18. uh straight bucks b class um license and you can r- run local and get get a lot of experience, experience. hop in and yeah. see do your cdl um class a and hop in on the big rig and make a pretty good living so thank you guys thank you everybody uh there all, all truck drivers and owners and fleets um for delivering our goods uh we appreciate you and thank you, thank you very much that's it thank you for listening subscribe share and we'll talk to you soon